Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today, I'm going to be talking about how an abusive partner can pretend to have good behavior, but it's just an act. When you are with an abusive person, this person will not change. We believe these people can actually change if we pinpoint things that are wrong with them. The problem with all of this is that we are going from the point of view that their brain works the same as our brain. We struggle to understand why our partners, which once were incredibly loving, incredibly kind, can now be hurtful and abusive. It confuses us because the abuse isn't constant. And in some ways, it is such a slight change. It goes gradual, but it's so light that you don't tend to recognize it. By the time you recognize it, you're very deep into the abusive part of the relationship. Partners aren't abusive all the time because this would make sense for you and you would recognize it instantly and you would walk away. What they do is that they work through being kind, loving, and being the person that you want them to be. Then they'll just switch it over. It's the kind of behavior that you don't recognize at the beginning, but then you start getting used to it and you don't recognize it as bad behavior. Because you don't feel abused. You just feel like a little confused about what's going on right now. You live years with a person receiving this kind of treatment and you don't notice that it is abuse. Therefore, to recognize the abuse, you have to know what you're dealing with. This is where I come in to help you. I want you to recognize the abuse so that you can take action in the future and have a better life for yourself. I didn't recognize it until the day I left. It was when I sat down in my own place, in my peace, all by myself, recognizing and feeling proud of everything that I had done, recognizing the accomplishments of having moved out from a family of four and now having a family of three that I would have to support and take care of all by myself. That sounded scary. The reality of the situation that is, if you think about it, I was supporting the family of four. Either way, there was nothing that he was providing into the relationship other than the fact that I was being beat down and I wasn't feeling my best self. Therefore, I couldn't be the best mother, the best partner, or even love myself when I looked at myself in the mirror. When you're broken down, you can't be good for anybody else. But you don't realize this as it's happening. Remember, number one, when this relationship started, a common trait that all these abusers have is that they were love bombing you. At the first stages of dating, once they have you, once they hook you, they'll start to be abusive and controlling. They will slowly start moving to have unhealthy behaviors and start dishing out the abuse. This becomes difficult to understand because you thought you were in a healthy relationship and it is easier to excuse the behavior of this person that you have been with. 
Many times during my toxic relationship, I had to make excuses for what was going on because I knew that it was not normal, but I did not recognize what it was. For example, I used to work on the road. I had to go out with coworkers. I had to go out with my boss at times, either for events or just for my boss to evaluate me. He would call me on the phone and start asking where I was, what was I doing, start accusing me of cheating or wanting to be with this other person that was next to me when I should be working alone. It was ridiculous. The attitude that he had was totally ridiculous and I didn't understand it, but because I felt uncomfortable, I knew that I had to explain to this other person what was going on. I started excusing his behavior, but I did not recognize that it was a red flag because things had been going great. They have been going good since all this started. And you're thinking that jealousy comes from a place of love and you don't tend to see it as a red flag. Number two, the abusive and unhealthy behavior is going to start to escalate. You're going to feel that something isn't right, but you're going to keep asking yourself, what is going on? I feel something is going on, but I can't quite pinpoint it. We know that an abusive partner can have a good behavior and it's all an act. We've already talked about how they start. Number one, with the love bombing. Number two, they start putting up the show and to control you, they start balancing out the abuse and being good. Now we're going on to number three. Another aspect of your abuser is the way that he pretends to be in front of other people. It is really difficult for other people to see what happens with you because the only one who gets to see both sides of this is you. People that are controlling and abusive know that their behavior is not okay. They know. Therefore, they know exactly what to do so they don't show it in front of other people and they don't treat other people with the same level of abuse as they treat you. They're only putting up the mask again to pretend that they're a good person in front of other people because they know that what they're doing is wrong. This is not the only part where you will see the manipulation of the gaslighting because that started in step two. But if you're seeing that everything is starting to get confusing and everything is starting to make you feel like you're doubting yourself, if you haven't already, this is the perfect moment when you should start journaling. When you should start writing everything down so you know exactly what is going on. Sometimes your brain to protect you will wipe all these things and you will not remember. But if you write them down, you make sure that at some point when you come back, you remember these things that happen. And that is the reason why journaling is so important because it keeps you updated. Think about it like this. If you're watching a show and you missed two episodes before it, and you have no idea what is going on, the perception of what is going on, it's going to be off. If you go back, find those episodes, dig into the episodes, and then you watch that last episode, everything is going to make much more sense to you. Am I right? I hope this helps you get to the same point that I'm trying to make. Because when you don't know and your mind tends to hide this information, you go off on what you believe. And when you're in an abusive relationship, that is not always the best thing. With all these layers that you've seen with the love bombing and the trauma bonding and the cycle of abuse and the gaslighting and the manipulation, all of these, it's understandable that you try to focus on the good part and ignore the bad. Number four, when you make them aware of their behavior and you start changing in a way that you start realizing everything that is going on, 
or you got to the point where everything is already clicked and you are done, they will go back to the beginning and they will start love bombing you all over again. The difference is that that love bombing at the beginning was made with whatever little information they had from you and whatever else you were feeding them. At this point in step four, they already know you enough because they've been in a relationship with you for however long or for however short the relationship has been. They've been with you for a while. Sometimes they've even lived with you. So they know you sometimes even better than you know yourself. This time around, they really know how to love bum you. They know exactly what you have been asking for years and now they're giving it to you. It starts to feel as if they finally respected you and understood that you're an equal in this relationship. They actually put up such a big show that, again, you start to doubt yourself because they're love bombing you, because they're being their best self at this time. You start to believe that they are changing. But let me ask you this. How many times during your relationship have you thought that he's changed? How many times during your relationship have you tried to tell him things that you want and it went nowhere? You really want to find out if he's a great guy? Analyze their behavior. Analyze all the changes that have happened when you are now seeing him in a different light and the last time that you've been with them. How do you know they're putting up a great act? They're being good is an act because everything that they're dishing out is negatively affecting you. If they had changed, they wouldn't put the blame on you for what is happening. If they have really changed, they would find ways to lift you up like they know they should. If it wasn't an act, it wouldn't be so much of it. It would be normal, but it's too much. It's a lot. Again, it's love bombing. It has to come in a big package and it has to explode. So it has to wow you. It's going to make you rethink things because you keep going off of their good behavior. But if you take the time to go back into your journals, if you take the time to actually sit and think about everything that has happened in your relationship, you will realize that being good is just an act. An abusive partner knows when they can abuse you. They also know when to pull back. That is why they decide when they're being abusive. It's not that they can't help it. They know exactly when to start and when to stop. When they're trying to play the good guy, they're going to stop the abuse. They're going to turn it all around. They're going to love bomb you. And now it's going to seem like they respect you, like they value your opinion. But if you dig deep into the conversations that you're having with this person, you're going to realize that all these conversations will spin off in turning the blame on you and tearing you down in making you feel bad enough so that you don't leave. Being a good person is not about manipulating you. And because a person seems to be good or having good behavior doesn't necessarily mean that they're good. People can change. I am not saying that people cannot change. People can change and people change all the time, especially people that seek God. But it doesn't mean that anybody that brings up Christianity, God, or religion are actually doing it for real. I'm going to give you an example of this. When I was in my relationship, it got up to a point that we all decided to go to church. It had been a while, so I decided when we moved here, we were going to look for a church. Me and my sister looked for a church, and we fell in love with it, and then I started to bring him in. He worked, so at some point, he started making, air quotes, sacrifice to go to church. 
I believed his heart was where I thought it was. The sad part about it is that when I left, he kept going to church. He kept acting like that was something that he wanted, but it wasn't. He was going to church because he was still trying to get back with me. He was trying to hoover me. He was trying to get me back. He was trying to tell me that he was a man of God and that he had changed. Then I realized he stopped going to church when he realized that I wasn't going back to him. And now he is with somebody who has no intention of going to church and that has been fine with him. That is how I know that seeking God, seeking Christ, going to church, reading the Bible at that point in time was only another part of the show. It wasn't real. Because we're good people, we believe the good in everybody. We tend to be attracted by these things, but they know you so well that these are the tactics that they're going to use. Mine did, and I believed them. I believed that he was really sorry for what he had done. I believed that he was looking for a relationship with God. And I believed that he would keep seeking God after our relationship was done. You also have to know that at this point, I didn't know I had been abused. I still didn't know what I had been through at this point in time. If you know that you're in an abusive relationship, you probably have an advantage that I didn't have. Don't go off just under good behavior. Analyze their behaviors and always think of yourself first. You have to understand that a person doesn't change from one day to the next. You have to understand that it is a decision to pretend to be good and to abuse you. It's a decision because they abuse you, but they don't abuse the people outside. There you have it. How an abusive partner can have good behavior and it just be part of the act. Number one, they have to hook you. That's where the love bombing comes. Number two, they have to put up the show and they have to gradually start abusing you so you don't run off. That's the gaslighting and the trauma bonding. Number three, they need to have their alibis. They will behave in front of people very differently than they will behave with you. And this is part of the game to confuse you as a part of the abuse. And number four, they put up the good behavior just to keep confusing you. Take the time to assess the conversations that you have if you think that he is now a nice guy and you think that he has now changed or like me, he was seeking God or any of these other things that would make him good in your eyes. Listen to the conversations that you have and analyze if they are putting you down or if they're lifting you up because putting the blame on you for the things that are happening, it's putting you down. Telling you that leaving or breaking your family is also putting the blame on you. Listen to the conversations. When you get to this part, they more than likely know that you're done, that you're leaving, and they're trying the last of what they got left to keep you there. It might be their best act yet. Analyze the situation. Go with what you're feeling in your gut, because sometimes we feel these red flags and we just ignore them. So go with what you feel in your gut. Look at everything that is happening and listen to everything that is happening. If you're not sure if you're in a toxic relationship and all of these is starting to hit home, but you're still not sure or don't want to believe that you're in a toxic relationship, it's normal. We don't want to accept the bad things that are happening to us. But I do have a tool for you, a free guide called 11 Signs You're in a Toxic Relationship. If you're not sure if your relationship is toxic, you can just download the guide. It is free. And it's out there as a resource for you. Just go download it now. You can go to RaquelCalina.com forward slash toxic and you can get the guide to help you assess your relationship today. We're heading towards the end of the month and the end of the year. 
Don't wait to find out if your relationship is toxic so you can start taking action as soon as possible. It is not going to be easy and it is not going to be fast. But the sooner you know if your relationship is toxic, the sooner you can start dealing with yourself and working with what is happening around you or even you and your kids. It's a free guide. It's just to assess your relationship. If you are, it's better for you to know than not. So just go and download it today. I hope that you are enjoying the Christmas season, the holiday season. I am in Puerto Rico spending time with my family and friends and having a ball. I hope that you are too. If you haven't visited Puerto Rico, I would really recommend that you do. And if you need to take some time away, a weekend is more than enough just for an escapade. There's a lot of places to go and there's a lot to see. Well, you guys have a Merry Christmas. And if I'm not here before the end of the year... Happy New Year as well. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also, sign up for the email list at RaquelColina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.